recorded at Dollhouse Productions in Savannah, Georgia. Are we going? Yeah, I just started. We're going. All right, well, so you were you good. were putting some good shit out there without the recording right, going. Out. You're All leaving? Right. Oh, we thought the whole reason we came was because you're going to be here. No, Mike's. You don't want to talk to me. Mike's good. Boring. Matt, Matt. We, need, we don't want to talk to you. Matt but needs we can to be here. Mike doesn't want to Interject now and then. Matt at least knows stuff about the record cutting thing. Yeah, he's part of that. He he gets what I'm. Matt is a man of few words, but those words that he did is few are Oh, and Andy wanted to know if you have any spare records. Spare records? Yeah. You don't have like broken ones. Scratched up records. Like broken shitty ones. Oh, I might actually. I had a shitty roommate uh, who was uh, a chef in town. Yeah. And he was a DJ slash chef. Yeah. As you are. Kept his nice. Set of knives because he owed me a lot of money. But right. I all his DJ records. Really? Yeah. How but long ago was this? This is like three years ago. Okay. He just gave his name, dropped it for I don't know, like maybe four months. I don't think I ever met that one. Um, I want to make a. We're making a vinyl, a floor out of vinyl records. Oh yeah. So no, we want. Good for that. Yeah, we want shitty yeah, records like, like uh, Barry Manilow, whatever you got. Oh no, this is like like nice. Early like dance music? Straight dance, booty music, yeah. Mm. Like, all that scratches making me itch. Kinda. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You can put that in the floor. I could put that in the floor. If you want to sell them cheap, I'll buy them if you're not doing anything with them. Yeah, no. And if he ever comes back, you can take him to the studio and be like, there's your records. <laughs> hey, you see those thing records that are in the fucking floor in epoxy? That's your records. They're amazing. They don't scratch down. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're perfect now. It's smooth, see? Yeah. yeah Walk right on them. Are you coming back tonight? Yeah, close tonight. Oh, okay. that's cool. That's good. Happy Hour uh, baseball game. Mm. So what, are you playing a bit? You going to a baseball game or what? No, he's a Yankees fan. So it's one off of the Yankees. Oh, right. Yes. I'm so out of it. The Dodgers fan. I don't have to worry about this. They'll be out the first Matt, round. Matt, you're, you're, you're a fucking Yankees fan? Matt's a Yankees fan. Yes. Where are you from? I was like born in New York. And I told you about family, my. So it's like religion in my family. My Dude, relative that was awesome. a New York Yankee. I told you that. Oh yeah. yeah Earl Combs. Uh, yeah. All right, so 1927. All right, cool. Murderer's Row. Nice, see you later. What year was it? He was on. He was on Murderer's Row. Then he was. He, he, was he, then he probably played at Grayson. He was lead. Oh really? He was lead hitter on Murderer's Row. Really? Hit the, hit the winning the run in the 1927 World Series. So what? Like Babe Ruth was over there yeah. too? He was with Babe Ruth. Fucking shit. Alright, um, okay, I guess we'll get into the, the story then, right? Yeah, let's get into the story. Alright. So Andy is back. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. Um, Potty at Pinky's part two. Yeah, so, th- okay, so this, this, uh, this is a really fucking crazy fucked up story. It's, we're, it's crazier than I, like, thought that it was going to be. Okay, so last crazy. podcast, you were actually on your way to the airport. Yeah, like I was about to get... You, yeah, you, I was about to leave for the airport. Right. Right? You did a couple errands, then you went to the airport. Right. Okay, so... <clears throat> so, that okay, the, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit that happened on the way there. Um, but basically... Okay, so I fucking went to Germany, and I had to go with 4500 $4,500 $4, cash I was given. I needed to have 3,200 euro in Germany for the guy in cash in Europe. So you were traveling with $4,500 No, because I didn't want to do that because I was going to Istanbul on the way. So I didn't want to bring all that cash on me. So what I did was I put it in the bank and then my plan was to go there, find a bank and then transfer it, right? Okay. Okay. So that was my plan. I figured how hard could it be to do that, right? 
thanks, thanks for yeah, now well, I you know. You should have talked to one of us about that beforehand. Well, I talked to John, you who's the fucking money man. It's hard. Uh, so I had backups. I was like, okay, well, if I can't do that on Western Union myself, the money will cost more. But at least it would have been safe. Right. I know. I know that now. Okay. I know all of that now. So anyway, so I fucking go to Stuttgart, and I get there at 11 at night, and all the bank transfer places at the at the, at the airport are closed. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, well, I got to get on a train and get to Ollendorf right now. Yeah, Ollendorf is not big. Ollendorf's not big, and it's too... Do you even have a bank there? Yeah, we're going to get to okay. that. So I fucking get to... So I get to the train. It's fucking, it's fucking wild, crazy... Vassen uh, Festival, which is basically Oktoberfest for Stuttgart, okay. and everybody's dressed in the traditional garb, and there's all these beautiful women with giant boobs, like tied together with string. You know the the old right, outfits, right. The, the laces. The strings, the la- they're squeezing their boobs together in the airport, like like oh, it's not, they're not fitting, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, this is fucking real. And the dudes are all wearing the lederhosen shit, and you know, and the whole bit. So anyway, so I get there, and it's like 11 at night, and I'm like, well, my my my. My mom, who was nice enough to get me a hotel, because I went there pretty broke besides the money that I needed to buy the machine. Right. This whole thing was like a Hail Mary. And so my mom gave me money, got me a hotel, but she didn't know. She kind of fucked up. It's not her fault, but she got me a hotel in Ollendorf when I showed up in Stuttgart at 11 at night, and there's no fucking trains to take me the two and a half hours to Ollendorf. So that was pointless. So I had no hotel. Okay. Right? So I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? So you're you're in Stuttgart at 11 p.m., and you've got how much time to kill before there's a train to Ollendorf? So I've got... Until six in the morning. Six now. in the morning. Okay. But I, now, so but also, there's no fucking place to get the cash. There's no fucking hotels because all the hotels are booked to shit because it's the biggest festival they have all year. Right. So I go into the hotel. They're like 450 euro a night, and I'm like, all right, so that's not happening. Luckily, all the bars are open really late, and there's some cool clubs. There's like sex clubs. There's like super great cocktail places. So I'm like, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. So I go out and I get pretty fucked up, and I hang out with a bunch of like, you know, foreigners. Germans, everybody's in there, and I go up to the bar, and it's like this really nice cocktail bar called Black and White, and I'm like, it's like downtown, the historic yeah. center. Yeah, well, what? it's not, I mean, it all is historic, but it's not far from the the, the train station. Okay. So I took the from the airport to the subway, got off at the main area, and then put my bag in a locker for five dollars, which is amazing. Right. And kind of just chilled, and I went to the bar. And I knew I wasn't going to go home. I didn't have anywhere to go. So I was just like, I'm going to close this fucking bar down and hope I get to go home with a girl or something. Um, or something, you or know. Or something. So, or guy. Or whatever. Or I'll just get <laughs> drunk until 6 in the morning, right. and then I'll I'll get on a pl- train and sleep. Right. Know? So, um... So I get drunk and I, you know, whatever. Here's Did the, you hop around or stay at this one bar? I hopped around, but I kept going back to the one bar because it was really good. It was a really great cocktail bar. Um, okay. Like I went in and everybody spoke like four languages except me. And they were like, uh, the guy behind the bar was like, what would you like? And I'm like, oh, do you know how to make a Sazerac? And he looked at me like I'm a fucking retard. And he was just like, yeah, I know how to make a Sazerac, you stupid American. Like, <laughs> like, like he, was, he was like, you want me to make it with Mezcal? How would you like it? Like I could do it anyway. Cognac, what would you like it? So he really, it was really, really good place, and you know, it was, t- it was about half the size of this bar. And if you've ever been in Pinkies, you know that's not a lot. And a lot of European packed. bars are tiny. Super tiny, packed to the brim. Everybody in there was cool, smoking like a fucking chimney. So it was really awesome. And I, you know, the dirt bit is that I, I met this girl who's Portuguese, and I ended up making out with her at the bar. And to be quite honest, I think she made out with a few people at the bar. But I got her to go in the bathroom with me. 
No, she she was dressed up in the. She was dressed up in the traditional like boob fitting like the whole frilly you know German 1920s outfit. But like, now was she quote girl. Portuguese looking? Was she dark haired? No, she was blonde. She was blonde. Okay. I think she was um, she was maybe like Portuguese in the way like you know if I say I'm Italian here. Right, right. I think she probably had family who was Portuguese. She definitely spoke some Portuguese. Oh, okay. There was a guy at the bar who also spoke Portuguese. She wasn't like a guest worker. She was like no, a no, no. Okay. She lived there. Okay. Um. So it was her, and I got her in the bathroom. Then somebody, after a while, was like banging on the door, and like we had to leave. And then I tried to get her, and broke. And she, she understood English pretty well, but she, I was like basically like, hey, can I go home with you? And she's like, get the fuck out of here, no. So I, I was like, fine. So I went. What to time the, is this? It was probably like four. Okay. And then I drank. We closed the place down, which was four, but they let us stay a little later because um, it was a big festival. We all kind of dr- uh, ended up on the street, and then I wandered back to the train and took that to Ollendorf. All right. Got now, your what bag. I sh- now, what I should have done at this point was waited in Stuttgart, found a bank, and gone to it. But I was drunk, and I wanted to get on the train to go to my hotel because I haven't showered yet in like right. 28 hours. You're just hours. thinking about bed. Right. So I get to fucking Ollendorf, which takes two trips because I totally got lost because you got to change like four different times. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah, it's not, I was looking at a map. It is not a major destination. No, it's you, the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. And not only that, Ollendorf is the stop you get off. The place that I had to go to was 35 minutes outside of Ollendorf in the middle of absolutely nowhere, but I'll get to that. So I, fucking, so I get to Ollendorf. I get off at the train. I'm like, got to find a bank. Not happening. There's no banks. There's banks, but they're like tiny banks, and I'm SunTrust is a tiny bank. This was a really bad idea. Uh-huh. So then I'm like, well, that's fine. There's a Western Union. So I'm going to Western Union myself the money. So I get there, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to Western Union myself. I know it's going to cost money, but I'm going to do it. And she goes, well, in Germany, you can't Western Union money It has from a card. It has to be cash to cash. And I'm like, well, if I had cash, why would I Western Union myself cash? Right. If I had the cash... There would be no problem. There would be no... What am I going to just come in here and hand you $60, and then you hand it back to me? Like, right. Like, right. I need 3,200 euro. So she's like, you know, okay, no. So I'm like, all right, well, so I call my mom, and I'm like, Ma, can you take my card in America? What bank is your money in at this point? SunTrust. SunTrust, okay. So I'm like, Mom, can you take my credit card and wire me, myself, the money from America? Right. Right? You understand the logic yeah, there? Yeah, So she tries to do it online, opens an account from Western Union, sends the money. They go, mm, we think this is a little weird. Why are you Western Unioning yourself money while you're in Europe and now you're in America, saying you're in America? And they would just, no. So they said fraudulent activity. So yeah. then I have to call them. Because you're, you're physically yeah. present in Germany right. and so, your card is trying right. to wire you money. For, okay. So I call that them and, makes and I explain to them, look, you know, this is what I'm doing. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what, come on. It's me. It's me, though. And they're like, fuck you. Basically, we're not doing it. So I'm like, oh, God, you know. So then that place closes. My phone's dying the entire time, by the way. So my phone is just constantly dying. And I'm just like, it's dying. I'm plugging it into like random stores. There's no service anywhere and there's no internet anywhere. And there's no way to even use your internet or GPS. It's just nothing. So at this point, Ulrich, the guy who's going to train me, calls me and says, hey, want me to pick you up at the train station, which is where I arrived from. Right. And I'm like, yes, I do. Had you been to your hotel? No, he, he the hotel was in his shitty little town, which okay. is 30 minutes even further. Good but Lord. that so that's where I was going to stay, right? This is where it gets really fun. So then he calls calls me. I say, "Come pick me up." And he goes, "Yes, yeah, sure." And when he picks me up, I go, "Look, I don't have the cash on me, but I'm going to have it in the morning." <laughs> and he goes, "In German, he 
he starts yelling in German and he's pissed and he fucking pulls the car over 15 minutes down the road and he turns it around and he's like I told you bring cash I told you bring cash I, I don't deal with this this is bullshit and then he fucking drives me to a random hotel and says have the money at 9 in the morning or don't come and if you're late to training I'm not going to take you and I said I'll pay extra he said I don't care about the money I've sent an Australian home I don't even give a shit and he starts screaming in German again and just leaves me at this fucking hotel like a roadside hotel it was a nice hotel but it was like further away than even I just was so now I'm like fucking middle of I'm still in the middle of nowhere on the top of a fucking mountain so now I'm sitting in my hotel room and I'm like I gotta figure out how I'm gonna get this fucking money right so so I remember, first I called Western Union, spent about an hour and a half being told to fuck myself. So that wasn't going to happen. So then I remembered that there's this beautiful girl at SunTrust Bank at Bull Street. And her name's Mallory. And I doubt she's going to hear this, but it doesn't matter. Right. Mallory is, I think, the bank manager, somebody pretty high up. And I always, like, flirt with her, but she's really nice, and she's really nice to me. So I call her personally because SunTrust is open. At the, the hour Johnson difference. Square branch. Yeah. Okay. I call her personally at SunTrust, and I know they're open. They have an hour left to, to be open. And I get her on the phone, and I'm like, Mallory, listen, this is the deal. I'm stuck in Germany. I give her the whole spiel. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking cry, Mallory. Please, is there anything you can do? And she's like, Well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, Well, if you could just take the limit of money I'm allowed to take out of an ATM off to where it's not $500 a day, it's just unlimited. And I could go to any ATM and take out as much as I want, then my life would be saved right now and I wouldn't have come here for no reason. Right. And she's like, I can't really do that. And I'm like, well, but who can? Can she and go she's up the like, ladder? Yeah, well, she's like, I mean, I guess they could do that. I don't know who's in charge of that, though. Not much, man. So I'm like, well, could, could you put, like, a note on my account that says you approved it and then I call them and then I say Mallory said it's okay and then, you know, this whole bit. And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, please do it. So she does. She puts a note on the account, then sends me to a higher up. And I beg Teresa now for 30 minutes to do it. And then finally she goes, okay, you know what? That's fine. And at this point, it's one in the morning. There's no ATMs open. There's two ATMs in the whole fucking town. No, there's four in the whole town. Two of them are in stores, and, and two of them are in banks that are like 24-hour. But there's only two. So do the math. If you can only take $1,000 out of a You're fucking bank, right? Yeah. You're fucked. But so now I have to walk down this fucking mountain in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, with no internet. And no fucking phone that works anywhere. So I have to find these ATMs. And I kind of looked at the map for a while. I'm like, okay, if I go down this fucked up road and I think it's down at the t- town area, I'm going to go find it. So I go down there and I, I walk by this bar and it's like a biker's bar. And they're blasting metal music and it's scary as fuck. And this is like 2 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. And so I finally get there and I find this one ATM and I go in and I put the card in and it's like, decline, no money. We're not giving you money. And I'm like, no, like, please. So I call again, and it takes like 50 times to call because there's no fucking service, and my phone's dying again. So I'm like doing this. I'm, I'm going to have like a heart attack. I'm going to blow my brains out. Finally, I get this Indian dude on the phone because their bank's closed. Right. And he's like, no, and I'm like, there's a note on the account that says I could take out as much money as I want, and he just says, there's no note. I'm like, no, 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 there's definitely a note. I fucking, Teresa said... And she, he's like, there's no note. And I start screaming and like fucking threatening murder and stuff. (laughs) And I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch. And finally he goes, uh, he goes, you know what? That just puts, I just made, I change it. So you can take money out. So he just does it right there. And I say, don't hang up the phone. So I take the money out. 
I get $3,100 out of this ATM. And I get $0 out of the other ATM because it won't let me. Okay. I get the money out. I have 3,100 euro out of this ATM. I need 3,200 euro. I can't show up to this fucking fucked up German with 3,100 euro because I already know how that's going to end. He's going to be like, get the fuck out of here. So now I'm like, how do I get 100 euro out of this fucking thing? So That's I'm when like, you suck the biker's dick. dude, I was like thinking about blowing bikers. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about killing people, whatever. I don't know. So I'm like, okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to the, the wire place opens at eight in the morning. If my mother, or someone could just wire me a hundred year, the two hundred bucks, then I could get the difference, and I'll go there, and then I'll t- and then he'll pick me up at the train, and I'll go. So I wait till six in the morning, run back down to the town, go to the wire place, my mom, send my mom through Facebook 200 bucks, she wires me the money, I get the money, there's a fucking cab driver that I, he doesn't speak English and I don't speak German, but I have the people at the counter talk to him and he's like, alright, this is the address I have to go to. Ulrich texts me before that, he's like, I'm not picking you up, you're either here at nine or that's it. And I'm like, okay, so I fucking get the cab, we drive. I got like an hour to get there. It's like 30 minutes away. I get to the middle of nowhere. Again, none of the GPS works. None of the fucking phones work. He's not answering the phone. We get there, and I'm like, Banhoff Ike, Banhoff Ike. And the guy's like, there's no address. It's not here. (laughs) So we drive around for another 20 fucking minutes. He finally just goes, get out of the car. Cab driver. Cab driver. He's like, I'm done. I'm done driving you around. I don't know where the place is. Can't find it. Get out. So I get out in the middle of this other fucked up town. I got 30 minutes to get there, 20 at this point. And there's like this fucked up road. And I remember Ulrich saying when I got in the car with him the first time, he said, it's at my house is it's all construction on the road and we have to go around. And I saw construction. I'm like, oh, that's got to be where it is. But I don't know. So I walk through the construction. I find some German guy and I go, Bahnhof Eich, Bahnhof Eich. And he's like, oh, yeah, 50 meters up this road, make right at train tracks. And I'm looking down the road. And I'm like, there's nothing. There's fucking nothing, just farmland forever. Yeah, I'm like, you want me to walk? Yeah, I'm like, right. Well, now, oh, I didn't know that. Great. Yeah. So I'm like, fucking, there's. <laughs> so you want me to walk the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's somewhere out there? Like, what? I got 20 minutes, and he's like, it's 50 meters, and I'm like, it's not 50 meters. I can fucking see nothing out there. So I walk, and I'm like, cry, I'm like gonna cry, and the phone's not working, and I'm trying to call him, and I see that he sent me an email, but I can't read it, and I'm like, it's probably just telling me to go fuck myself right now. That's what that email says. And I walk, and I get to the train, and I look down, and there's this fucked up hill that you couldn't have possibly seen, and there's a fucked up house that looks like where you kill people and make the human clothes. The centipede yeah, house. Like, they're, clo- they're skin into leather. <laughs> and it's, like, down there, and I'm like, well, it's either that house or it's not, and that's it. And I'm done. And I'm done. So I walk down, and I just open the door, and I walk in. And there he is with, like, four dudes, and they're working on this fucking record-cutting machine. They all look at me, and they're like... Oh, hey. And I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, come here, I show you. And he just starts training me immediately. He's like, look at the thing. And then he starts training me. And we trained for 14 hours straight. And then by the end, he was like, good job. You did very good. This is like, he was really nice. He's like, I take you to the train. You have hotel breakfast. It's really great. It was super nice. And then I get to the fucking hotel the next that night and I look at my email and it says don't come I'm not training you like in broken English like forget about it and I just had not seen it so he had told you to fuck off yeah oh yeah he totally told me to fuck off 
That's funny. So I ended up, I did it. I got the machine. That's some Yoda shit right there. <laughs> Dude, he looked like Yoda. He was this fucking bald, balding, long hair, greasy hair, old, short, looked like Yoda, was mean as fuck. He, was, he kept saying things like, uh, you, you hear that sound? You hear that sound? I'd be like, yeah, I hear it. It's the high sound. He'd be like, you don't hear it. You fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I hear it. My hearing is better than yours. You're like, old you as shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you, are you paying attention? <laughs> he was so mean. Really? Okay, so you trained 14 hours a day for how many days? Two days. So you did two days. You did over a day's training in two days. I mean, like 20, yeah, and I 24 missed, hours. Yeah, okay. and he would actually trained the night before, but I missed that. He didn't. He didn't. He went over it again with me, but yeah, because right. he threw me out of the fucking car. So okay. yeah. But anyway, I ended up getting it. We packed it up together. And then it'll be here in like two weeks. Cool. Got like a hundred blank vinyls. I'll get a, a couple hundred more. Saw some Instagram photos where you were entertaining yourself in the hotel, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, well, me and I'd, uh, I'd uh, the people I trained with were there too. Oh, there were other people being trained at the same time. They two were from Slovakia. And they were really cool. They were like DJ kids, you know. Um, and then, uh, which is like a nine-hour drive from there. And then the other dude was an Italian named Mare. Um, and he lived in Germany, so he spoke Italian, German, English, and he was really, really nice, and he did a lot of translating for me, which was really cool. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Gave me a big fat joint to smoke afterwards. It was fucking terrific. It's like the best joint I ever smoked in my life. <laughs> they all had German beer, too, so, like, after it, we all kind of waited, because it took out like an, about two hours to pack all of it. Because you train on the machine you get. Okay. So then when you're done, you have to break it all apart, which is part of the training to show you how to disassemble it. And then you have to know how to recalibrate it and rebuild it. So it's pretty complicated. And you got to take photos all the time and notes. So at the end of the thing, everybody breaks down their machine one at a time. So you got to wait. And then you got to break it down and put it into boxes. And if you're international like me, which they weren't, they were driving their, their machines. But if you're international like me, you have to do it very specifically. And you have to get it all ready to go. And they film it. So that way I can't say, oh, you didn't send this one part. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that took a long time. So the whole time we were doing that, they had all these beers, and we fucking drank a bunch of really good German beer. And Did you ever go back to the biker bar? No, I didn't even really go into that. But basically when I got the money, so I get the money, right? It's I got the money, and I, I walk out of this fucking place, and it's even darker than it was. There's no lamps. There's no streetlights. All there are is a mountain that I have to walk up, and, like a road, but it's a mountain. And then a fucked up biker bar with like a lot of people in it that I don't even know how they got there because they didn't. On, the, on their bikes? Well, there was motorcycles, <laughs> but like I, it was a lot of people for the middle of nowhere in right. a shitty little beer hall. And I walk by and they're all leaving. And I'm like, dude, I got 3,200 cash on me. This is fucked. So I like shoved the money in my uh, my fucking underwear, and I walk, and they fucking pull up. And you know in movies when all the bikers pull up around you and just surround yeah, yeah. you. Like I was on the street, like trying to, and I can't see, so I got my iPhone out. So I must have looked like a dumbass, like walking with my iPhone light, like walking up this mountain. They all just fucking drove, flew past me, screaming in German, like just like basically like let's fuck with the weirdo walking down the street. Probably. Oh, I'd love tourist. to know what they were saying. I would have loved. Too, too. Uh, probably, probably like you know, really nice thing. Yes, I love you. I love you. We love Americans. It was really sweet. Yeah, but they, I was positive. I was in my head. I was like, so I went through all this shit only to get the shit beat out of me by like 50 German bikers in the middle of the road. But I made it back. I made it back. My phone died again. It was just constantly my phone dying. 
It's like yeah. the entire trip. That's a pain in the ass. Fucking did you have an adapter iPhones. or did? I did, and actually okay. at one point I put it in the. So I, I put it on the train. You could plug it in. Right. I put the adapter in, and immediately it blew up and shot across the fucking train. <laughs> and I'm like, good dude, dude. <laughs> it's like every minute was like, come on, please. <laughs> You're German and you set a train on fire. <laughs> it's like, how'd the trip go? Well, I uh, caused a major... I'm banned from Germany. I owe Germany for a train car. <laughs> it was a success. Yeah, I got I got the machine. We owe 40,000 40, euro, though, for a train car. So are you Facebook friends now with these guys you train yeah, with? Yeah, fr- yeah, I'm Facebook okay, friends cool. with all the Slovakians and uh, Mare. Cool. Mare was really nice. He, he, they were really cool. Um, when, and then I get, get to the hotel, and I, all I want to do is take a shower. And, and Suri goes, Ulrich, he goes, whoever comes last gets room with no shower. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like, that, I haven't slept in three days. And luckily, Mari was like, oh, don't worry. You could use my – that's fine. He's just saying. There's asshole. a room with no shower? Yeah, like a hotel room with no shower. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. He, he was, they were really testing me a lot. So when you left, you went back through Istanbul and you had your yeah. long layover. Yeah, I got to stay in the Tav Hotel. And that's in the airport. It's in the airport, um, and it's really cool, and you could smoke in the room, which was a treat for me. Right. And the booze was flowing, and the, all the bars were open. There was this great whiskey bar. So where is this a bar we found, or is this... No, it was, it was outside of the airport. It wasn't far at all. It wasn't like a whiskey bar, but they had whiskey, right. and they had cocktails. And I guess it was like a hotel bar almost, because it was open all fucking night. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I guess... What was it called? Uh, I don't know, something in fucking... I, I forget. Uh, it was more like a cafe and I can't remember the name of it but there was a lot of people there and there was a lot of people I guess same as me having layovers and like you could smoke in it and there was this whole big area that was gross and disgusting that you could smoke in that was like a cage and everybody was there like drinking and smoking and it was really fun and I got fucking trash very international there's people from fucking everywhere and there was everybody a lot of people spoke English it was really fun I got completely drunk and then had to like wander back through customs I was texting you. I was like trying to make sure you made it back. <laughs> I was really drunk. Uh, you met a young lady from Poland. Yep, she was really cool. Okay. She was really nice. And was she traveling too, or was she? Based she was there? traveling. She was from Poland, but she was going to Canada, I think. Okay. But she seemed like she'd been everywhere. She was really, really cool too. There was a there was a lot of people from everywhere, and everybody was dressed like Germans. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I felt left out. They knew I was. They knew I was like American or something. All right, we're gonna need to pause it here.